Hi, Off The Beaten Tracks Promotions presents podcast for the Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival, Thursday the 24th of August, Friday the 25th of August, Saturday the 26th of August, Sunday the 27th of August 2023. Sponsored and held at Club Savoy, Myrtleford, Victoria. Phone number 0357511296. And their address is 252 to 254 Myrtle Street, Myrtleford, Victoria 3737. Hi Jamie, thank you for joining us on our podcast and having a bit of a chat to us about your involvement in the Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival. How are you going? I'm good, thanks, Heather. That's yeah, good. Great, great, Not... great to talk to you again. And yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Myrtleford. Uh, uh, I'm getting pretty excited about it, actually. Oh, that's good. Well, we're getting good feedback. So uh, I love it when new artists come on that people don't um, have any idea about, but we know that you're going to be awesome. So it's... Um, yeah, it's really, really cool. So we'll start from the start. For those of uh, the people that don't know Jamie, Jamie A just comes from Goulburn, um, thinking that's New South Wales. But uh, I'll find out a little bit about him now. And um, can you tell me where you were born or were you, are you born in Australia and where you live now and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was, uh, I was actually born in Melbourne. Um, I, I moved to Sydney when I was nine months old and uh, grew up in Sydney. And I've been living in Goulburn now um, for 32 years. So are we talking, is Goulburn countryified or is it like city or...? Well, it, it's known as um, Gol- uh, as New South Wales' first inland city, but uh, because it had two cathed- it's got two cathedrals here where the bishops presided before Canberra was um, established and then when Canberra was established... It- it, they, the bishops moved on to Canberra, so um, yeah. So they've got the, the, a large Anglican cathedral here, and also a Catholic cathedral. Oh, okay. A little bit yeah. like South Australia, they're they're, they're known as the um, state of churches, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, cool. That's all right. So uh, now my next question is probably what everyone really wants to get to know about is how. Well, what do you do for a living? Let's say that. What What's your full time job? Okay. Well. Uh, by day, I'm a plasterer. I'm a plasterer by trade, ziprock plasterer. Right. Um, and I do sort of odd jobs as well, like in the building game, um, you know, like bathroom renos and all that sort of thing. But, um, so you'd be yeah, pretty flat out. You'd be flat out since yeah, COVID, I, I, yeah? I have been. I, I try to slow down but um, and, and, do, and play a bit more music, which I seem to be doing a lot of both. Ah, uh, well, I think it's like, if anything, like down here, um, we are so short on tradies, it's just crazy, like the waiting list. But if you've got a good reputation, you're uh, always going to be, it's like in our business, like if you've got a good reputation, you'll be busy, 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 busy. So, uh, well, that's interesting. So how did you uh, get into music? Was it something that your parents did or? So dad was um, in, a, in a rock and roll band when he was younger. They never really did. I think they only did one or two shows. But um, uh, he always played guitar at um, family barbecues oh. and wanted to play along. So when I was 11 years old, he got me my first guitar. It was a little secondhand Suzuki 
classical guitar. Oh, okay. Um, taught me my first three chords. Yeah. Um, and I learned to play the Banks of the Ohio. <laughs> um, and uh, started playing at family barbecues with him and never actually really um, contemplated singing live. I was always really nervous um, singing in front of uh, people I didn't know. And oh. I remember I... I um, when my kids were young, when I would moved to Goulburn, uh, I was in my thirties, and um, I uh, went to the Country Music Association. Yeah. And um, the first time I got up there, like my legs shook that much. That <laughs> 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 yeah. You feel the whole vibrating. So. And, and it's funny you say like uh, country music. I think is one of those things where most of us started and when you go to a country club, they let everybody get up and sing. doesn't matter if you're good, bad or indifferent. Yet if you go to a jazz club, you can't actually get on stage for a, 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 at least a year before they actually invite you onto the stage. You've got, really got right. to earn your stripes, yeah, but country music sort of just lets uh, anyone get up there. So, well, you must have done all right even though you were nervous. Well, yeah, I, um, well, I kept going back. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And, and and still was was never looking at um, uh, like sort of taking it up as a, a a bit of a profession, you know, like playing in clubs and club clubs and pubs. Yeah. Um, my little brother actually, um, he's eight years younger than me. He was in bands, and he actually asked me to go and uh, sing at one of his gigs. It was a, a work Christmas party. He had a franchise with um, Solar Tint. Oh. And it was a work Christmas party in uh, the Blue Mountains, and uh, he asked me to go along and sing in the breaks because they wanted a bit of country music. Yeah. Um, I do a bit of rock and rock and roll and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And um, I said, "No way, mate! <laughs> <laughs> I, said, uh, I can't do that." And he said, "No, you, you'll be all right. You know, like why don't you come along and yeah. and uh, I, I'll get up and sing a couple of songs with you, you know, and then and then leave it to you." So. Uh, with a bit more arm twisting, he he, uh, he got me there, and uh, and about a month later, I get a phone call from the daughter of the black that owned, owned the whole of Solar's Hill. Yeah. Because uh, he was, uh, it was his place in the Blue Mountains where yeah. we played, and she rang me up and said, "Would you come and sing at Dad's fiftieth? Oh. And uh, oh crap! <laughs> what me and Jake? <laughs> Your Dad loves country music." Yeah. So I had to go out and buy a heap of gear because I had nothing. Yeah. I, 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 ah, that was it. Yeah. So I went, I bought a second MPA system for my brother and yeah. um, that he wasn't using anymore and uh, the rest is history, I guess. Gee, so you're really a late bloomer, like um, yeah. 30, I'm, yeah. Probably about 34, 30, about 35. So you'd so. notice with the, like back then, I'm guessing that if your brother was in a band, um you would have noticed that there was no computers around or anything like that. Not not like we've got iPads and stuff now. That's right. We had um, what, what we what we had was basically drum machines and MIDI players. Oh, radio. Yeah, yeah, those little yeah, radio. Okay. Yeah, so I went and bought myself a MIDI player, um, and uh, luckily my brother had quite a few MIDI files, and and um, I went and bought bought some MIDI files and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it went from there. So you've never been in a band as such, like with a real live drummer and a... I have, yeah. Then, then I, um, from from there I um, started up a band in Goulburn called Southern Country. Oh, okay. 
Um, and we did like rock and roll and, and uh, as well as um, uh, yeah, stuff like Paul Kelly and all that as well yeah. and country music of course then um, uh, I, had a, I had a few duos um, with different artists um, under the we went under the name of Bulldust Bulldust <laughs> yeah and, uh, that, we, I did that for quite a while and uh then I joined a band. I was invited to join a band called the Midnight Riders. Uh, that was back in 2008. And we were together for five years. Oh, and yeah. That was, that was just absolutely awesome. They, they were Sydney-based. Oh, right, yeah. Um, but when I say they were Sydney-based, we had... Two, the, the bass player and the drummer lived in Sydney. Yeah. I lived in Goulburn. Uh, our lead guitarist lived in Bateman's Bay. Right. Our keyboard player lived up in Gosford area. Oh, so boy, we okay. Kilometers apart. Yeah. And we just chilled that well. We never actually um, got together to practice. We oh. would just send other um, CDs and say, okay, this is what we want to learn this time. And oh, gee. Yeah, so- I met that. I was a, a guest artist on uh, Paddy McKinnon's album launch. And um, they were the back. Band. Oh. And then we went down and, and played in Cooma and they were there again and uh, they asked me then would I join the band. So oh. so as a lead singer, like you know, or are you a lead guitarist? Yeah, no, lead I, was, I was a lead singer and the keyboard player was a lead singer. So oh, we okay. Two vocals, yeah. And that was primarily, well, you sort of did a mixture of everything, pub rock and uh, country uh, rock? Mainly um, country and 50s and 60s. Yeah, radio. Mainstream, yeah, yeah, mainstream. That that's really good, isn't it? Interesting how like you'll get to meet Heartland, which is the band that are playing at the festival, and uh, that they're absolutely brilliant. But they've got uh, they've been together for a long time, but they're spread all over South Australia, and I don't know whether they practice much, but they're all such good musos that they just go, oh, let's learn this song, and somehow they do, and uh, but, yeah. It's awesome. No, I love. Uh, I mean, I love playing with David and doing the um, computer stuff. But I really love playing with a live band. There's nothing like doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the camaraderie on the stage too with everybody, you know. Yeah, and then okay. if, if there's some, if there's a song that you're doing and people want to keep dancing and stuff like that, you can, you know, just add another lick or do a turnaround and jump back in. Whereas when you've got your computer, you're really confined to what it does. So. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, other than your brother, do you, you said you've got family? Do they sing? Yeah. Um, so I've got uh, I've got a son and two daughters, and they all get up. Um, especially uh, my son and my youngest daughter, they both come along to my gigs quite regularly, and they get up and sing. Um, and then I've got another daughter. When she comes along, she's got a young son, but when she comes along. Uh, she can act. I keep telling her she can sing, but she'll only get she'll only get up when she's had a little bit of dust. <laughs> and how old are they? Are they uh, no, uh, Aiden is thirty six. Right. Uh, Kristen, who's the the shy one, uh, thirty three, thirty four, oh. thirty four, and um, and then Casey just turned twenty nine a couple of days before I. At my birthday. Oh, okay. So, and you've never had the urge to like put a partridge family band together, or do you do shows I, like that? Where I have actually spoken to, especially the the two that 
uh, love getting up all the time. Yeah. Uh, and, and Casey, you know, and uh, I wanted to do a show with them where Aiden would do Garth Brooks, I'd do Alan Jackson, and Casey would do Reba McIntyre. Wow. And they've, this this is three years ago, mind you, and yeah. they and breathe, and I'm still waiting for them. Ah, gee, she must have a pretty good voice. No mean feat to try and sing like Reba McIntyre. No, I know. She, she goes really well, and, and she's quite popular when... Um, when she does get up at my gigs. Oh, well, all right. We're going to take a short break. And uh, once again, thank you for uh, listening to our podcast for the Murderford Mountain Music Festival. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back with Jamie Aegis. Oh, the sun is going to shine in my life once more. I'm going to live here again. Things are going to be the way they were before. Oh, thank you to my pushing the button producer David you're doing a fabulous job there and uh, well I'm here at home in Melbourne and I'm speaking to Jamie Aegis one of our terrific acts that's going to be at the Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival which of course is in August August 24 through to 27 so uh, if you'd like to come along and uh, have a listen and talk to Jamie I'm sure Jamie you'll talk to people won't you? you won't run away from them no, for sure. I'll, I'll talk to anybody. <laughs> so I think that's how we actually uh, met last year in Tassie. And uh, I, I think we did a little thing. I can't remember. I think it was at the Italian Australian Club or something in Prospect. We did a little show together. And I, I, I had no idea who you were, but your beautiful wife, she is so funny. She just uh, made us feel all at ease. And, and your son, who I know is not your son, but it's your friend, <laughs> Um, so that was the first time we met and uh, I just uh, wanted to talk a bit about how you were at the Olveston Festival. I just love the stuff that you do. It's really, you, you turn Alan Jackson into the way you want to do your stuff and you're so relaxed on stage. So even though you think that you just started at 30, it must have been something that was in your in your DNA to do it because you just can't get up there and do what you do so naturally and sound so good. So um Alan Jackson, is he the only guy that you sort of like to do? Do you do sing a bit of Dwight Yoakam or anything else? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do Dwight Yoakam. I do. Uh, I, look, I do all types of country. I um, uh, you know, from Hank Williams, like Mel Haggard. I'm I'm a big Mel Haggard fan. George Jones, um, Alan Jackson, of course. Um, I do a bit of Zach Brown. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, yeah, just um, yeah, Tim McGraw. I uh, do plenty of Tim McGraw and all that sort of stuff. So, and yeah, there's not, there's not many that I don't do. Um, probably the more um, recent ones I've dabbled a little bit with, but not a, not a real lot. Like um, Chris Stapleton, I, you know, I do his Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Because um, uh, uh, people ask for it all the time. Yeah. Uh, Luke Cairns, I do a couple of his. Luke Bryan and do one of his or two of his, but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm more the um, from, from yeah, like the Merle Haggard yeah uh, to the, to the uh, Alan Jackson Dwight Yoakam sort of period. Yeah. Garth Brooks, of course. I think that sort of stuff you can't go wrong. It's just. Um... I think those guys, they blow you out of the water. I mean, just knowing what their history was like and what they lived through and what they did through their life oh. and get up on stage and sound like they did, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah and but... how they 
Not bad ages, you wonder. <laughs> oh, I know. You wonder how they... Like uh, Chris Christopherson, I mean, he's not one of the biggest um, or the best uh, singers, but, gee, his songwriting is just beautiful. Oh, yeah, I, I, he's... Um, he, 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 I would say he's probably second to none when it comes to songwriting. Yeah, he's just got it. I would say... I like to think that he's a little bit like... Um, uh, Bob Dylan is really good at putting lyrics down in that genre, and I think Chris Christopherson just, you know, the way he just sort of writes it on there. And we know he's not the best singer, but uh, you know, you can't be good at everything. So, uh, but and now you said you'll uh, do a little bit of rock and roll as well. So I'm thinking maybe we'll hear a bit of uh, Buddy Holly and a bit of uh, that sort of stuff uh, at the festival. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear a bit of that, a bit of Elvis. Um, I love, I love doing the Elvis. I. I... A uh, big fan of Elvis, um, Jerry Lee Lewis, Fast oh. um, Domino, do all that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, that yeah. good stuff, and it's really out the clients or the clients, the people that are coming to the show. Most of them are going to love to dance because it's just a really beautiful big dance floor. Um, it uh, is smooth and it's it's quite fast. It um, lends itself to the faster songs. So, like we sort of do a lot of like Route sixty six and that sort of stuff, and they yep. love to dance to that. So, uh, do you dance at all? Um, very badly. <laughs> oh, I've asked Judy that one. Yeah, we can't yeah. dance, but I just thought maybe you might. There are a few. There's a guy um, on the festival, Joe Musico, him and his wife Carmel. Um, they go to lessons and they do a bit of dancing. And the keyboard player out of Heartland, uh, he teaches dancing. Well, he used to uh, in his younger years. So uh, some musicians know how to dance. So it's always nice to ask whether you do dance. Yeah, well, well, Mick, Mick the Road and his wife Karen, who are coming along, they um, uh, they dance rock and roll. They they went and did lessons. Um, so he's the one that you called my son, but he's I, I tell him he's old enough to be my father. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, that says a lot about you and Judy because. Uh, like our lifestyle as musicians, like we don't have real jobs like you do, but I mean, our our lifestyle is crazy. Like we, we get home at, say, three o'clock one morning and then we're up at nine to go somewhere else. So um, we don't have uh, many people that f- follow us, like because we play all over the place. But I reckon that that's just awesome. It's a, a, a testament to you and Judy that uh, you have people that follow you around. Like they come from Goulburn all the way over to Tassie. So that that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's, yeah it was great. And, uh, and for Myrtleford, um, there's... Another two couples, at least, that are that are coming um, from from the Goulburn area. Oh, uh, right. That follow me around. Um, they they follow me out to Dubbo and Parks and and. Uh, oh, so Carroll. you're not far from Parks. Are you? Is Goulburn near Parks? <coughs> uh, three and a half hours from Parks. Right. So that's not far in in music terms. So you would go to that festival, that Elvis festival. I've never been to the Elvis festival. Oh, so right. Yeah. I um. I keep getting asked to do the Elvis Fest- to go to the Elvis Festival, but um, when when I was when I was doing Tamworth, it was sort of too much to go to that festival and then then go to Tamworth. So yeah, because they fun. backed onto each other, didn't it? It's sort of one, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and at, when well, I've only been to Tamworth once because I'm not a real country singer, but I love country music. But um, we went and we busked, and that that was the year that we could actually stay in front of the shop that we could stay at. But then the next year they brought in that we had to move all of our equipment, and so we'd be moving like six or seven times through the day. And yeah. no way, I wasn't going to do that. So too hot up there. Pretty much the council. The, yeah. Is Tamworth still as big as what it was? Do you still go to that or? I, I haven't been for I, I stopped going about a year or two before COVID hit, um, and uh, it was it was due to um, accommodation and and uh, the agent that I had sort of wasn't doing much anymore. Mm. Once you're with one agent up there, sort of you, it's very hard to get in with the others. Oh right, so it made it a bit difficult. So I sort of just thought oh, I'm going to have a break. I, I did it for about twelve. 13 years oh. um, non-stop yeah. and absolutely loved it and, and, and I do miss it. Um, I've got a couple of contacts up there that are um, hoping to get me to come back um, next January or so. Right, so but, you must be right into the country music. That's really good. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah, we know um, Adam Adam Harvey comes from Leopold, which is down where we used to come from, and uh, we sort of catch up with him every now and then. But, uh, I mean, he goes to all of that, of course, with all the big names. But we just found, uh, I think they have a Balladeer area. Is that right, over at Tamworth? Yeah, that's, um, that's at the Oasis. Yeah, so that's not really in the same place, is it? It's sort of, you've got to go near the big guitar or something, rather? Yeah, it's, um, uh, the, the Oasis is sort of just on the outskirts of town, yeah. Right, yeah. So you don't go to that? That's not that's not your forte? I've been. I, I, I did uh, play there one, um, once or twice. But um, I, did, I was, um, I played... Uh, one of the pubs quite regularly, the Tudor, um, and also a lot of the out-of-town out areas, oh. uh, like Manila and, and that sort of thing. And then um, uh, I also played at the at the, at the West Leeds Club. Oh, okay. Um, in the Alan Tompkins Showcase and Honky Tonk Shows. Right, yeah. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, I, I, I did quite a few of those. They were, they were good fun. You might know there's another guy coming from South Australia, Graham Hugo, and I think he has a lot to do with uh, with Tamworth, um, especially back before COVID. They used to have a, um, it was like a, it wasn't a school, but they'd um, try to bring a lot of the young ones in and they'd take them all over to Tamworth and get them all in the talent quest and stuff like that. But um, Graham Hugo, is uh, in, he loves his Tamworth as well. So that, uh, it sounds like it's a thread that uh, most country music people have in common which is awesome. Um, me, not so much, but that doesn't matter. Now, while I've got you <coughs> on here um, and we're getting ready to wind up, I just want to know where can our listeners jump on to the socials? Listen to me talking like I know what I'm talking about. Um, onto the socials, you know, um, so that they can see where you're playing if they're in the area. So, if it's, say, for the next, uh, till Christmas time, are you just uh, up in Goulburn around that area or can they jump uh, onto no, your I website? Play, I, play, um, I play sort of. Uh, out west in New South Wales as well, quite a fair bit. Um, I've got I've got a website, so it's um, jamieages.com.au, and uh, that has my whole uh, gig guide for the rest of the year. Right? Do you do that? Are you are you the yeah. person that does? Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I, yeah, I do my own website. Yeah, I, actually, Mick Derady, uh his wife Karen, yeah. helped me set it up. Oh, cool. 
and then she showed me how to run it. And just spell it, is it it's J A M I E, which is Jamie, which is fine, but you do your second name. Yeah, Aegis, A G I U S. A G I U S, and no dot com, it's just Jamie Aegis. Jamieages.com.au. Ah, cool. Okay. So um, they can just jump on there, see your gig guide. And if they're a lot of our guys, they will travel like they're heading to Myrtleford and then they head sort of up higher because of the weather and stuff like that. So you'll never know. Uh, you'll get, uh, hopefully, you'll get a lot of uh, new people. Now, do you have CDs and stuff that you'll have on sale at the festival? I do, yes. I've got, um, I've got two. My first album I released was Motorcycle Cowboy which was um, uh, the title tracks of Merle Haggard song. Yeah. And uh, the second album was called All I Have to Offer You Is Me. Oh, and, wow. Uh, and I actually won the award from um, on their last Tamworth on Parade um, festival that they run that was down in Wagga. And it was the, mo- the, the song All I Have to Offer You Is Me was the most requested song by an independent artist Australian artist on on uh, international internet radio. Wow, gee, that's pretty cool. Predominantly in Ireland, they love me in Ireland. Apparently. Ah, well, you see, they love us in Ethiopia, probably because of the way I look. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, the thing is, what I love about you is you, what you see is what you get. And uh, uh, like a lot of our people, like a lot of the co- guys that come to the festival, that's what they want. They just want to see and act up there. And then when they come off, be able to go and talk to them. And I've been pumping you up so much because uh, I I know we're having you in at Cobby. And I mean, you are just going to blow those South Australians out of the water. So I'm just so excited to have an act that uh, not many people know about but uh i think they'll know about you after this weekend and even though festivals are you know not something that you do a lot of they're always a good networking thing because there's always a lot of people there that you know they'll have parties or they run pubs and things like that and if it happens to be on your way to somewhere (coughs) or anything like that that uh that's how it works and and networking in with such a lot of people i think we're hoping we've got around about 250 to 300 300 people a day so it's going to be quite a busy uh, little thing. And I'm hoping Judy will be there. Will she be firing as, as yeah. she was over in Tassie? Yeah, I'd say she will be, especially once she gets in the same room with you. Uh, <laughs> she's a little pocket rocket, that girl. I can't wait to see her tattoo. And if you want to know more about her tattoo, you'll have to ask us on the day. So <laughs> once again, Jamie, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us. It's been awesome to chat with you. And uh, I just can't wait to let all of our people hear you and uh we are just so over the moon that you said yes to us. So please have a great weekend and I hope you're really busy and I hope you're really looking forward to the Myrtleford, Music, Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival. And if you want to know all about that and make sure you book in soon because I think uh, numbers are quite high, just rewind the podcast and you'll hear all the details. So thank you to my producer and thank you, Jamie Aegis, all the way from Goulburn. Thank you, Heather and David. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, the sun is going to shine.